Hello and welcome to City Wave Cinema. I'm James, that's America. On today's episode, we will be... Well, you might think to yourself, after having clicked on this, or touched this on your phone, that you're listening to a likely heated and violent review of the animated feature film Cars 3. But in reality, this has all just been a an elaborate ruse. <laughs> For you see, today be the first day of April. And we did not, in fact, watch the animated feature film Cars 3. Instead, we watched the almost animated feature film <laughs> Cats. And... I just, I gotta be honest, guys, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I will ever recover. <laughs> this, this, this was, without a doubt, the best and worst joke we have ever played for April Fool's. It's the best because fuck you guys. You have to listen to the episode about cats. <laughs> but also it's the worst because I had to watch cats. And it's double the worst. You know why? It's because it was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> I did this to me. <laughs> such a bad movie <laughs> it's, it's such a it's a terrible movie it's, it's just it's, it's so bad it, it, it oh, oh oh it's oh oh it's it it's such a bad movie one of the main cast like the guy who starts most of the songs does not have his name spoken for the whole movie. You find out what his name is if you watch with subtitles or you get to the credits. But even then, you might not know who it is because no name is associated with this particular cat. For an entire movie about cats singing about themselves and introducing themselves. No, now listen, this movie has three plot lines, okay? There are three plot lines that happen in cats. And none of them have anything to do with each other at all. And none of them really affect each other at all either. I wrote them all down for your listening pleasure. Where did I leave them? Okay. <laughs> so. Your three plot... It doesn't fucking matter what order the movie goes in. It's 17 songs and no plot. So. Idris Elba plays a very 
roguish type cat in the movie Cats. Do you remember his name? McCavity. Yay! Because they said his name a thousand times. McCavity. 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 McCavity is a cat who does magic. This will not be explained. And no other cats do magic, except for one who kind of does magic. He's like but learning. But the rules for him are different. Now, <laughs> McCavity wants to be the Jellical Choice. Now, the Jellical Choice is a made-up thing in a cult where they ritually sacrifice one cat a year. But they've got a really good PR thing going <laughs> where they make it seem like somebody who's down and out just needs a little pick-me-up and so they'll get to come back as a fresh new life cat, right? This is proven to be a lie. As they do at the end of the movie, ritually sacrifice one cat. With no resolution. This is... I, I said it halfway through the movie because I had suspicions that things would go awry. <laughs> I said to myself, I have to forgive this movie everything wrong with it if they sacrifice the cat at the end of the movie that is the Jellicle choice. Because they're going to pick one and if they pick one and kill it, I have to forgive the movie because that's the fucking craziest thing that could happen. And it would be great. It would simply be great. Now, the movie itself is pretty fucking bad. But that moment when you realize. She ain't coming back. She's not coming back. They've shipped her off to die forever. She will be dead forever. And you know what else happens in the movie? You never meet a cat who came back. There are no cats who came back. There's just one really fucking old cat who decides what cat dies next. Secretly, this movie could be so good if it was about people. And not cats. It was a cult, James. If it was a horror movie and not a musical, you could have the same cast and it would be incredible. You could have both a horror movie and a musical. Sweeney Todd does exist. Sweeney Todd's not scary, though. It is about a serial killer. Yes, and everyone feels bad for him. The whole time. We really shouldn't. No, but you know what? Everyone in Sweeney Todd's the bad guy. There are no protagonists in Sweeney Todd. Everyone is the bad guy. Um, 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 Joanna is a good guy. And the dude who she falls in love with, whose name I do not recall. because he's They're victims of circumstance. <laughs> Tr tragic victims of circumstance. But they're not a bad guy. And Toby's not a bad guy. We're not even fucking talking about Sweeney Todd. We're talking about cats. Sweeney Todd is a much better musical. Yes. Now... 
Cats the Musical, written by Andrew Lloyd Webber, one Who of the Who is a god? That's debatable. He wrote Phantom of the Fucking Opera. You show some fucking respect to Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber. He also wrote Cats, so like, you know he went on at least one bender. Yeah, no. Well, he has flaws. He has to have flaws. Because he wrote Cats. There's no way drugs weren't involved in this. Before he was a knight, he did all the cocaine in London. And then he wrote Cats. In one night. Well, he was reading some poems by T.S. Eliot. He, he had a book of poetry, a mountain of cocaine that would make Scarface jealous, and he just went at it, all right? Now, let's get back to the plot lines, okay? McCavity, who's the roguish cat, would like to be the Jellicle choice. He doesn't know it's a death sentence, okay? Nobody no one does. does. No one knows it's a death sentence. McCavity wants to be the choice. He wants to have a new life. He's, he feels badly for himself. For reasons I don't understand. Um, and so what he does is he kidnaps all his competitors and ties them up on a barge in the middle of the river and keeps apparating away using his cat magic. That's one plot line. Another plot line is a... Extremely recently abandoned cat, who you might confuse for Taylor Swift immediately. This is, in fact, not Taylor Swift. It is someone arguably more talented. She's also a newcomer. She's never been in a movie. It's true. She's a killer performer, but she's yes. never been in a movie. This is a cat called Victoria, which is the only cat who will have a normal name. For the rest of the movie. It's because she hasn't found her real cat name yet. That is the second plot line. <laughs> is that Victoria has to come up with her two other names. Because cats have three names. One name that people call them because there are people in the world of cats. One name that's just real weird. And then a third name that no one knows. <laughs> These are the three most important things to the cats. And the second plot line of the movie is Victoria figuring out what her names are. And at the end of the movie, she's just called Victoria because she didn't find out what her names were. She doesn't have three names. Her name is Victoria. Everyone else has three names, but she doesn't have three names because her name for the whole time. <laughs> it's just Victoria. Are you going to make it, James? This is the stupidest fucking movie. Oh, well, you take a minute to recover. <gasps> oh, my fucking God. It's so... No, I got to get through the third one. I got to get through the third one. I got... The third... <laughs> oh. Oh. The third plot line is the switcheroo redemption arc for the glamour cat whose name is only mentioned one time. She has a whole song. They mention it like five times they, in they, that song. They, no, they call her the glamour cat five times in that song. They don't call her Grizabella. Mm -hmm. Is that it? They don't call her Grizabella, but one it. time. They call her Grizabella once. So fuck you if you missed it, right? Now, she is not competing 
She is also a down-and-out cat who has been exiled from the cult of Jellicle. Because she joined McCavity. Which is also not explained as she is not seen with McCavity for the whole movie. It happened before the events of this movie. We need a prequel to Cats to explain how all of our main characters came to be in the fucked up situations they were in. Now, what happens at the end of the movie, after the 17 songs are sung, and all the actors get way too close to each other's faces? A lot. It's a lot. They, it's, they, you, nine times in the movie, you go, are they going to make out right now? And they don't, because they're cats. And that's how cats And cats interact. just get right close and then fuck off, because that's what cats do. So, the Glamour Cat is played by Jennifer Hudson, killer vocalist, and, and, and she just cries for the whole movie because she's so sad the cult kicked her out. I think. It's not explained. So she just cries the whole time, is just always looking sad. And these other cats give her a hard time because that's what cats do. And how many the, of your notes end in that's what cats do? None of my notes end in that's what cats do, but everything that happens is just typical cat behavior. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like the last song. <laughs> it kind of does, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> how do you address a cat? Well, cats are just fucking assholes, so. Um, so. Through the course of the movie, Victoria, that cat from the other plot line, takes pity on this cat who is no longer Jellicle because it's a cult. So it's willy-nilly if you're Jellicle or not Jellicle. And insists on dragging her into the performance hall at the end of the movie to sing a song so that she may be chosen. For this incredible rebirth, right? That's a lie. She's going to die. I love that your three plot lines didn't include the main plot line of Cats. What is the main plot line of Cats if not these three separate insane stories? All the cats going to the Jellicle Ball. Throughout all 17 songs, the cats wander... From building to building. And talk about... Intro introducing all of the different cats. And then they go to an abandoned dance hall? Theater. Sure. It's abandoned. With Dame Judi Dench. And like... They spend ten minutes doing a strange avant-garde dance number. They have three vocal performances, and then the choice is made and the night is over. That's not a fucking ball. That's barely a competition. <laughs> Plus, Taylor Swift shows up halfway through and gets everybody fucked up. This is a horrible, horrible series of stories. I want to watch the Broadway musical performance so that I can go, is this the same thing? 
No, but it's not any better. <laughs> oh, God. I hate cats. I hate cats. I hate the musical. Didn't they run cats on our honeymoon cruise? Mm-hmm. And we didn't go see it. Mm -hmm. Missed opportunity. No. To make a mockery of theater. <laughs> no, no. You asked, and I was like, I will not be setting foot in a theater that is playing cats. This was before I knew that cats was a no-no with her. Cats is bad. I, I didn't know prior. I was like, oh, play. You like plays. You want to go see the <laughs> do you you do you understand now why I don't like cats? I think I think having watched the movie, I want to watch the musical more <laughs> because I just want to sit there and make all the fucking jokes in my head and go, God damn, these are professionals. I feel bad for these professionals. That that's me anytime I watch cats, the movie, the stage show. Some people like some people really love cats. Clearly, it ha it's one of the longest running stints on Broadway. <laughs> there are serious actors in this in this movie. Idris Elba is a serious actor. Sir Ian McKellen is in this movie. Dame Duty Dame Duty Dench. Dame Judy Dench. There we go. Is in this movie. Serious actors like Taylor Swift are in this movie. Uh... She has a line, and it isn't good. But she does have a vocal performance, and it is quite good. Jason or it might, Derulo. It, Jason Derulo, another noted movie actor, is in this movie. <laughs> it's so bad. James Corden is also in this movie, mainly because he can't help himself. James Corden is in this movie because he's like, you can just show up and be James Corden. And you know what? It played. It played. Yeah. It was appropriate casting. I will say, like, at least for me... I'm not fucking using this. <laughs> I have notes I wanted to say. Um, at least for me, I feel like everyone that acted in this movie acted their fucking ass off. Cause See, I am in a different boat. I couldn't do it. Probably. Um, the, the amount of commitment it takes to... Do that for extended periods of time and make those faces and those breathing noises and crawl around and do weird sexy leg things uh, is a lot. And they committed very hard to it, everything they did. It should be noted that this movie is like weirdly sexual all the time. Like, all the time. We're just weirdly sexual all of the time. America tells me it's because cats are sexy. Which is not It's one true. of the most common sexy Halloween costumes. Sexy cat. There's a whole romantic interaction in Sims where you do, like, sexy cat pose. And people always, like, meow. Like, that's, like, a common trope. Like, it's, cats are sexy. Let's, let's return now to the timeline of the movie. There is a lot of animation in this very live-action movie. 
the the movie starts with a human. A human who has a sewn shut sack? I thought it was a pillowcase. I thought so too, but they had to rip it open instead of, I don't know, finding the opening. True. She was really gonna kill that cat. And inside of this inside of this pillowcase or satchel or whatever is Victoria. But you don't know that yet. It's just a wriggling form. But because it's a movie called Cats, it's safe to assume that inside of this sack is an oddly human-shaped cat. I will say I never have enjoyed the full-body cat suits. Um, Broadway or CGI, I don't like them and they make me feel uncomfortable. I want to see an entire Broadway show of cats that aren't costumes and they all have that like painted body paint on instead. You mean just a bunch of mostly naked people with body paint on? Being cats. Yes. I, I, that, that, that I would I'd like go to see. see. I'd go see it. Um, the cats have people faces and it will forever haunt my nightmares. Uh, the opening sequence is in a junkyard alleyway type deal where Victoria gets yeeted into this space and this cult of quote jellicle cats uh surrounds this sack tears it open Victoria pops out and then this cult brags about how fucking cool they are <laughs> for six minutes one of the things they say is is jellicle. your is your uh, bark worse than your, or worse than your bite, in accusatory form towards Victoria? And all I have to say to that is, this is a movie about cats. Cats don't bark; they do bite. I did have to ask very early in this movie, uh, what is Jellicle? Would you, for the court, please state what Jellicle means? So Jellicle in the original T.S. Eliot poem is a term that means, or is synonymous with, scruffy. So a jellical cat is a scruffy cat. They're not special, but they brag about themselves like they're special, and that makes all of them assholes. It costs so much money to make this movie. Ninety million dollars. Ninety million? It was like ninety-six. Ninety-six. I'm going back to look. Um I will say something that I do and I will lend credit towards the uh animators the animators who worked on this movie. Um the CGI artists They got time crunched. Yes, but the attention to detail of like how cat tails and cat ears actually move. Ninety-five was really great. I like the attention to details. Ah, ah, no, okay. Um, I was really proud of that pun in my notes. I made a laughy face. The, um, the, the cats have people feet. And the extremely dancy cats get shoes so that they can have grip to do their extremely dancy cat things. The more that we watch the movie, and I mean like 10 minutes in, you just sort of notice that everything's just super green screened. Like, 
Yes. They didn't even like build a good sound stage or anything and just put them in like green suits. They they green screened the whole motherfucker. It could have just been animated all the way. Mm-hmm. Which would have it would have been a better movie if it was just animated the whole way. And they just got all those people to lend their vocal talent to it. That would have been better but then by it a long be cats. shot. No, but it would have been something. The worth idea watching. of cats is that it's they're they're people, cats, cat people. In a world where people are confirmed to exist, you mean to tell me everyone's just cool? With all the animals in the world also having people faces? No, but they're like humanized animals. So not like, in not, okay. Maybe the reason Victoria got thrown out by this human is because they went to buy a cat and upon receiving the cat, looked at the cat and saw that it had a person face and went, ah, and stuffed it in a sack and threw it the out people, of their car. The people see them as cats. But in order for this movie to be a true rendition of Cats, the Broadway Tony winning musical. It's what, a Tony? Uh-huh. Hi. Um you need to have the people cats. Cause otherwise, it's not truly cats, the musical. Because that's what it's been on Broadway forever. Is no. people cats. Cats in, or people in full cat suits. No. Crawling around on stage, doing head nuzzles and. Oh, no. Weird sexual poses. Oh, no. In live action for all the world to see. Oh, so. I feel like the Grinch. Blast this Christmas music. Uh, I, I did have to ask why the cats need three names. And why half the time when they sing, they don't rhyme. And maybe that's because Andrew Lloyd Webber, who usually writes really good songs in all of his other works that he's ever done, uh, did every drug imaginable before writing these songs, which don't make any sense. I feel like he summoned the spirit of William Shakespeare into the room and was like, speak to me. And then and Shakespeare was just like, I fuck with cats, bro. <laughs> and he was like, oh, 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 oh. And then they, they, they together wrote this musical. And that's why there's random things that don't make sense. That's Shakespearean for sure. Because in that's, Shakespeare. That's Shakespearean. In Shakespeare, there is a whole play where a fairy turns a man into a donkey, but only his head. I did that play in high school. You were in Midsummer. Yeah, I don't remember who I was. I'd cast you as Puck. You'd be a great Puck. Was I Puck? Fuck, it was a long time ago. Were you a fairy? I don't don't fucking remember. Do you remember anything about that play? Uh, it was only people in my classroom. Literally just my class performed it. Um, there's just, the plot is so, it's very difficult to give you like a play-by-play on the plot because the plot just isn't. It, It simply isn't. 
Now, what I will say is, I'll bet you any amount of money that you could find on the internet a fair and hilarious drinking game to watch Cats 2. And the only way I'm watching Cats a second time is if there's enough theater fucking nerds in my house that we could watch Cats and get fucked up. I'm thinking of one in particular who... One set who we were just talking about drinking games with movies with. And Shrek the Musical came up, but instead I think we should do Cats. I think we should have them over for a second time. And do, and cats. do cats. And we still won't play Truth or Drink, god damn it. <laughs> Fuck Piccolo. Uh, the, okay, so at some point on our parade of introducing Victoria to all the other cats that there are... Um, our unnamed cat, whose name is Butthole McGillicuddy, we'll call him. It starts with an M. Munster. That's pretty close. Monkus Trap. Monkus Trap. Monkus Trap is not named, but he does sort of usher Victoria along with just the most boners. He's like her guide through like the Dante's Inferno of this cat world. Like he. He's the Virgil of this Dante's <laughs> Inferno cat hell. We are in hell. Um, he takes her to this other house because she's like, who's competing for this weird thing that you guys have sung about for 10 minutes? And he goes, I know of a cat called Jenny Any Dots. And then we introduce <laughs> a, rather, a rather talented vocalist called Rebel Wilson. Hearing you say any of the cat names uh, does not cease to bring me extreme amounts of joy. I'm gonna just start making up names for cats. Thimblequim. That's one of them. Is that a real name? I believe so. Shit. Maybe I'm Andrew Lloyd Webber. Maybe, maybe I need to do a mountain of cocaine and write a musical. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and, and so we're introduced to... Uh, Rebel Wilson's character, who I believe is Jenny Anydots, and... It is. She is not a Jellicle cat, but does get included in all Jellicle cat activities, which is really strange, because... She's a Gumby cat. For the most, the most of the rest of the movie, Jellicle cats will strictly forbid other cats from engaging in their activities, but they're cool with Jenny... For no reason. So Gumby cats. I think to answer your unasked question, I think the Jellicle cats like host the Jellicle ball. They host the cult. Right. But as you notice, none of the Jellicle cats are auditioning because to be the Jellicle choice. Well, so other yeah, cats yeah. get to come on audition, but they don't get to be. Well, Gus the theater cat. Jellicle. Is Jellicle. Gus is not a Jellicle cat. Why? Where does it say he isn't? Where do we presume he is not Jellicle? Uh, Why? What is the hierarchy of power here where one cult gets to decide which member of the not cult populace, of which there are three, gets to be sacrificed to the great beyond 
McCavity's clearly not Jellical. He's been exiled. Jenny Any Dots. Jenny Any Dots. Uh, James Corden's cat. Bustopher Jones. Bustopher Jones. Uh, Gus. And then the train cat. Right, but the train cat gets to hang out with the Jellicles, no problem. Gus gets to hang out with the Jellicles, no problem. I'm telling you, America, there are no rules in this movie. I say that a lot about a lot of movies where there aren't rules that are stated and there's stuff that you just sort of like have to pick up on as the audience. There are literally no spoken or unspoken rules about anything in this movie. It's just madness. Start to finish madness. Chaos incarnate. Jennifer Hudson sings a glorious song that makes you want to cry a little bit. But it's hard because while she's doing it, she's got these these realistic snot trails that run from her nostrils down over her lips. And it's like, ew. But also, like, she's really into it. So it's like, I can see why. But also, I'm distracted by it. And so you don't cry, but you feel like you should. And it just is... I feel like I did drugs. I feel like I did so many drugs. And anyways, Gumby cats are the only useful cats. Why are Gumby cats the only useful cats, James? Because Gumby cats, we only have one as an example. But Jenny Annie Dots did a bunch of, like, useful shit. She taught the mice how to sing and dance. Or she taught the mice how to sing and the cockroaches to dance. But then she also... Eats the cockroaches. Eats the cockroaches and threatens to eat the mice by saying it's dinner and a show as the mice, who are played by children and have children faces, sing and dance. Can we also talk about how the CGI mice are way 100% creepier than the CGI cats? Oh, it's cats? so much worse. You think the cats are bad? The mice are much, much worse. And the cockroaches look like some shit out of fucking VeggieTales or something. Like, almost like... 2001 animation garbage. Like, it's just... Uh, they could have been featured in Toy Story, the original, and looked like they belonged. It was just heinous to look at. My God. A lot of my notes are what is happening. <laughs> and who are these cats? And why is Jason Derulo British? Um, Speaking of Jason Derulo, we meet his cat oh, next. Who the fuck is he? He's Jellicle. He, he, and he competes. That's uh, true. He does compete. Um, there are no rules. There's no. There's no rules. Jason Derulo's cat is Rum Tum Rum Tum Tugger. And my only note about this scene actually is, uh, I have one, and it's that cats can't drink milk, and they go to a milk bar and consume a lot of milk, and cats cannot digest milk. Please stop giving cats milk. Speaking of the milk bar. Uh, it's a milk bar sized for humans. The cats get up in there on the stools and shit, pulling the spigots for milk to pour and shit, and they're like dwarfed by the size of the stuff. It's a milk bar for people, and it doesn't have a door, it has a gate. It's like one of those outside bars, like in Vegas, like a Fat Tuesdays almost. It, it's fucking befuddling. I want to know, what, befu what befuddles me is, uh, who is going to a bar to drink many different flavors of milk? Who's that yeah, in the what milk? what humans are going to the milk bar? It did have milkshakes below the milk bar menu, but who is going to a milk bar? How is that business surviving? How? Uh, clearly it's not. It's abandoned. 
almost all the buildings that are there are abandoned. The electricity is just on for reasons. Um, after, do you have any more notes about Rum Tum Tugger? No, I literally just said, why is Jason Derulo British? Um. He just says Jason Derulo shit for like 10 minutes. Then we meet, then we meet Grizabella. And, and she, she says that sand stains things, which is not true. And she is also the only cat who is like a truly scruffy cat. Right, she looks, <laughs> she looks fucked up. In this entire thing. So she, technically, technically, she should be the only Jellico cat. Listen, the rules don't exist. Everything is made up. Also, her song should just be, like, the song they're singing about her should just be titled Smelly Cat. It's just, they're just mean. Everyone's just so mean. This movie, it, it really does manifest what cats are. Mean, cruel motherfuckers. Uh, fuck, man. They they bully Grizabella, and then McCavity straight up, you don't know that it's a kidnapping yet, but he disappears Jenny Any Dots. Uh, what a stupid fucking name. <laughs> and you said just, it so many times. I've said it well. And he just, like, whooshes her away with magic. And you sit there, and it's the first, like, actually insane thing that's happened. Like, everything that's gone on is sort of like a drug trip. And you're like, wow, that's this is chaos. And then, like, a murder, a straight-up murder happens in front of you. And you go, uh, Tone, what? But it's not a murder. It's okay. And then we meet... After that happened, though, I did write a note that says, I'm good, I don't need to watch the rest of the movie. But that would be a lie, because I needed to get to the plot twist of the century in that the cult is ritually sacrificing one cat for no purpose. The Jellicle clan does not gain anything by picking one cat. I guess, like, a hierarchy. Like, they gain status and power, because, like, they still get to host this ball every year. What? If. Oh my god. What if you're right, and they do only pick cats that aren't Jellicle, and the reason there's only a few left is because they've killed every other cat that lived in London. There you go. And it's just them now. It's just the 24 fucking Jellicle cats who just ritualistically murder every other cat they come across. They have been systematically killing all the other cats. For, for no for no discernible purpose. Other than, like I said, they're getting status and power now. Like, they are This is a commentary. Control. This is actually a work of genius. Uh-huh. It's a social commentary. Uh-huh. Andrew Lloyd Webber is much smarter than I gave him credit for. Andrew Lloyd Webber is a genius, and he is This very, musical is fucking insane. He is a very social commentary person. Phantom of the Opera was very all about social commentary. Yes, but I would like to ask him, hey man, was Cats a drug trip or was Cats like a social commentary about a weird cult that just kills off all of its other cats? Well, you could view it as like the the rich basically controlling the populace. Even though there aren't rich jellicles, they're all scrabbling for food and scraps and shit. They're alley cats. They're not even like pets. But they're, they are still- And yet they have collars and tags and shit. I don't. It this movie fucking blows. Um. Then we meet. Fuck. Uh, what's James Corden's cat's name? Bustopher Jones. Bustopher Jones. Why is do next. I know that? 
Bustopher Jones is next. I wrote no notes during Bustopher Jones' Bustopher Jones' Jones's sequence is just about how he's fat. And he's sensitive about his weight, though, so don't he, bring he, it up. He brags about how fat he is, and then other people inadvertently point out how fat he is, and he goes, I'm sensitive! He wants to he be wants the jellical yeah. choice so he can have a life as a skinny cat. You be skinny in heaven, brother. And start over. And become fat again. Be skinny in hell, too. Uh, yeah, nothing. No, all of the nothing happens during his section. Other than he gets disappeared at the end. Yes, he does get disappeared, but he doesn't get magicked away. He just gets straight up tricked. He, he just gets tricked into jumping down a hole. It's, it's, I mean... And then Victoria gets corrupted by some cat burglars. Literally. Yeah, and they fucking... Dude, for that whole number, you swear they're gonna fuck her. Just the whole time. You're looking at it all and you're going... I feel like you got way more sexual undertones from this movie than I did. Do we need... Well, no, it's because of the, it's, it's the fact that you're correct, is that a feline nature is bred into our fucking brains to be a more sexual nature from the time we're fucking children. So, of course, you look at him doing all these, like, long, lungy, dancey things and just, like, draping shit around her and stuff, and you're like... This is getting weird vibes out of this. I don't know if I like this. Ugh. Ugh, the undertones, they make me feel strange. I don't like it. Or do I? I don't know. I feel like we need to unpack some of this. Uh, some unpack of this. it. I just unpacked it. There it is. <laughs> it's just weird and fucked up. Um, also, the note that I have for it, it says did. it feels like every section of cats is trying to seduce the one cat. I just said that, but then I'm looking back at my notes and I wrote sexual cat tension. I'm fucking telling you, man. I'm fucking telling you. It's so overtly sexual, though. Followed by, I'm kind of seduced by these cats. Not you, too! I, I wrote an, I just said, God, I hate it when they talk. Because it's just... I still don't understand it's, that. Can the, you... It's, so, it's a bunch of folks who are just such talented singers singing really well. The songs they're singing are nonsense. At all times. But they're singing really, really well. And then they go to do, like, normal acting, and it just feels wrong. It, 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 the, it's wooden, it doesn't deliver, it's just not good. Um, I think we are going to wrap up this part, because I do think we're going to need to make it two parts, otherwise it's going to be a really long part, and also then it'll... Fuck up our upload It'll schedule. It'll fuck up our schedule. Um, nah. But I will end this with, this is a stellar cast for a truly horrible movie. Like, it is a really great cast of people. Some wildly talented people, and it's a horrible movie that they've been I'd love to. Get, I'd love to get a different musical and just cast all these people in that one and watch that instead. That'd be great. I'm going to look up a cat's drinking game. Until next time. Bye.